Hello, hello, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Art of Brilliance podcast. We're back for season two of the happiest podcast in the world with the aim to help you become the most brilliant version of yourself and guide you towards making 2018 the best year of your life so far. We're kicking off the new year with a bang and by talking to not just one, but five special guests today. I've rounded up a bunch of trainers here at the Art of Brilliance and I'm looking to grill them for some tips and tricks on how we can transform our lives for the better. Whether it's sticking to a New Year's resolution, surviving Blue Monday, getting healthier, meeting the love of your life, starting a business, becoming a parent, getting a promotion at work, losing weight, moving house, changing your job, or just becoming a happier person without anything else in the world changing. So without further ado, let's do a quick whip around and let them introduce themselves. Uh, well, start, I'm, I'm sat on the end, so I'm Andy Cope. I'm normally sitting where you're sitting, mate, hosting <laughs> these. It's nice to be a guest. Thanks for having me. Hi, Kev House. Uh, just moved to Manchester, been with Art of Brill, ooh, maybe about four years. Hi, and I'm Liz. Uh, I can't remember how long I've been with Art of Brill. It's too long to remember, but uh, I do lots of coaching around helping people be the best they can be. Hi, uh, Jonathan Peach, JP. I did the December podcast with Andy, so uh, glad to be back. And um, I'm Daryl, uh, been with Art of Brill. Seven and a half years now, I think. Time flies by, literally, when you're having fun. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. So thank you for coming along tonight. We're actually sat in the very studio that Andy Cope and Andy Whitaker recorded the Art of Being Brilliant audio CD. Was it nearly eight years ago? That was epic, that was, mate. That was us eating jelly babies for yeah, hours and hours and hours. And, uh, yeah, really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, even though it was a long time ago, the, the messages are still just as simple and just as relevant, aren't they? Um, so I was going to say, if you do enjoy this podcast, um, make sure you head over to our online happiness shop where you can buy that audio program online. It's in MP3 format, so you'll be able to play it on your tablet, your phone, your car, and whatever other device you've got. Um, and our shop is stocked to the brim with other bits and bobs that will help you wear a smile every day, including books, T-shirts, and our brand new t shirts I like you, mate. You're much more of a salesman than I am, dude. I know, I know. It's like QVC. Well, we have to. We have to flog <laughs> I love it, dude. Can you get it in we? vinyl, though, Julie? <laughs> <laughs> Vinyl's coming 2019. Um, but, but, not, but not the calendar. No, no, no. Well, you've got to buy the calendar soon, has it? Because it doesn't kind of work if you get it in February or March. So, Okay, so the link's in the description of this podcast as well. But moving on. Um, we've already said, Andy, it only feels like yesterday we were recording the 2017 New Year's podcast. Do you remember this? You know, it's I do. That was me and you, kid, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, um, it's absolutely flown by. Um, and we did talk about New Year's resolutions a bit. So I thought today, with all of us, we could chat about them again. Um, maybe you guys could share your New Year's resolutions. Maybe you did well last year. Maybe you didn't. Um, I've got mine. It's a really, really simple one this year. Um, I'm going to do all the things this year that I wanted to do last year which I should have done in 2016, but I <laughs> promised myself I'd do in 2015. Now, now, I doubt I'm the only one who can recycle last year's resolution list on a consistent basis, but um, I need your help, folks. Where am I going wrong? Why, why do I keep failing at these things? Uh, right, who's going to take on this one, then? What, what do you think? Well, what challenges are you setting yourself? Well, it's the standard stuff, really, you know, kind of lose weight. Like, you know, I'm really good at losing weight. I lost 20 pounds last year. The only trouble is I put 30 on. So I kind of, I just kind of, I, th I think the problem is changing my, my habits. You know, I can do anything temporarily. I can do it for like 20 days or something like that. But making it stick, I always find myself sort of falling back into what I used to do. And I wonder if that's a common thing with resolutions is you can change, you can spend January going, yeah, I've eaten really healthy food, but then it starts to teeter off into February. But I think that's where, if you don't mind me saying so, that's, I think that's where you're going slightly wrong. Okay. Is that you, because you 
So yeah, January is really good. I'm really eating really healthy. It feels like you're being hard on yourself, and right. you've got to be hard on yourself to kind of do it. And I think that's unsustainable. Okay. So I think recognizing the good stuff you're doing and actually just taking it a day at a time and treat it as practice but actually taking a day at a time people think oh god no no i've eaten i've eaten one hamburger oh my god it's all ruined off we go bang down done and actually no it's well it's one hamburger keep going right. keep going and keep practicing that habit and once you dr- uh, get that habit going you'll be you'll be brilliant and it's really interesting, you know, because I heard years ago that loads of gyms get their, a, a huge spike in their membership um, in January. And by the middle of February, very few of those people who've just joined are still going. That's what happens. And, and I guess what we do is we set resolutions and we set them big, but they're actually unsustainable because they're too big. And and so we we set resolutions and you're you know you lost twenty pounds well twenty pounds is quite a lot of weight mm. that is quite a lot of weight to lose that's not to say losing twenty pounds isn't great but but we you know we'll say well I'm going to the gym three times a week you know or I'm going to you know, use a personal trainer every day for the next you know four weeks or whatever it is and um, actually we tend to not be able to keep up with that so this is about actually what you want to do long term and then finding small steps along the way that are sustainable to yeah. use your and work. I think and I think not if people want to go oh, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and then first time they don't you, you see them catastrophized by that stuff then oh my god that's it and actually it's not you just can keep going and do it again could keep doing it go once and the hardest thing going to a gym is not the gym itself it's going out the front door because <laughs> mm. I think once you're out yeah, the front yeah, yeah. door, you're okay. Yeah. Can I give you a food food one, mate? Because yeah. I'm the same as you, right? And I've lost a bit of weight in the last year. Uh, stop starting. Right? <laughs> stop starting. What I mean by that is, I can't just have one biscuit. If yeah. that, if I'm going to open a packet of biscuits, I'm having the packet of biscuits. Yeah. If I'm going to open a bar of chocolate, I'm having the bar of chocolate. So the best thing is, is don't open it. Don't 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 start in the first place. That's my thing. Um, I, I mean, we all run we all run events, right? And you quite often you'll go to an event and there's lots of tables and there's all these sweets on it. And I'd like, if I have one sweet, I'm going to have 50 sweets. Yeah. Can yeah. I tell you, can I let you into the little things? This is a bit off the record. I mean, I, hopefully nobody's listening. <laughs> right. um, I once ate, it was, a, I better not say the client, but I turned up at a gig right, and I've got a, I was hungry. I was really hungry and I've got a soft, a soft spot for Danish pastries. And these massive, big, circular, those big, yummy Danish pastries. And there was 25 of them. <laughs> right? So I thought, well, I'll have one of them. Just before I start, while I'm setting up, I ate 25 Danish pastries. No. Because, well, goodness. after I'd eaten about six, I'm thinking, well, now this is a problem because they'll know that they're six short. So the evidence needs to go. <laughs> yeah, I ate 25. So, so if I hadn't have had one, I'd have been fine. Uh, uh, but what worries me slightly is I felt absolutely fantastic after 25 <laughs> Danish pastries. So I've got a capacity to put food away. And, and therefore, specifically on that, is, is stop starting. But on the, on the wider point about resolutions, whatever you do, is... Um, on, on, when we talk about the art of being brill and this two percenters mood hoovers and all this kind of stuff that most listeners hopefully will be familiar with, is it's very easy to learn new things. So if you're wanting to be more positive, it's very easy for us to go for, to deliver a training session about new things that you can learn to do. It's very difficult to give up, give up old things. So, and that's much harder. So part of being the best version of you certainly requires you to learn new tricks of thinking and new habits of, of behaving. 
But the biggest thing is it also requires you to give up certain things that are doing that aren't in your favor. So how many thoughts do you continue? Everybody, listen to this. It's not just food. How many thoughts do you continue to think that aren't serving you well, but you continue to think them? Or how many of those thoughts turn into behaviors that you continue to do that aren't serving you well, but you continue to do them? So stopping doing things is harder than learning new stuff. Does that make, does that yeah, explain yeah, that very well? You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, I, yeah. I think bit being kind to yourself, I tried to change so many times. I reckon I must have, uh, oh my God, I went on so many diets, tried yeah. to run so many marathons and failed every time. The, the catalyst was when I got, yeah, when I got my head in the right place and I could, uh, and I realized I could have a choice. But that's really, that is, that's really hard. And one of the things, that, that, that back, this will back up your story. That I read somewhere once when I first started that there's no such thing as willpower. Just don't have it anywhere near you. <laughs> so I didn't have anything in the house. And I still don't have cheese in the house and various things like that because I can't it's a don't have cheese. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is just to, to think about is to see your thought for me, to see my thought and understand that there are th- there's more than going on than just one voice in your head. And there's a, yeah. to me, there's emotional, rational going on and realise which one's trying to sabotage you. You've got lots of voices in your head. Yeah, lots of them. <laughs> and, tried, and, tried to, and tried to push through those and, and, and be kind to yourself when that's, when that's happening. And that's, and that's so important. I find that time again that actually we're, we're really good at homing in on the things that we didn't do or that we've done badly. We're so good at that. We seem to have a real radar that goes on and we'll chastise ourselves and speak critically to ourselves, actually often in a way that we wouldn't dream of speaking to our best Mm. friends or our family. Mm. And I think part of this is about turning that one around and working out what it is that you're doing in your thinking, as you say, your thought process that's sabotaging your best efforts. And instead of that, choose to notice when you're doing it well. So choose to notice when you, you know. Yeah leave off 25 pastries or at yes. least at least, yeah, at least one I, of them. I do that because actually when you when you look at it it's like your to-do list and we talk about that a lot and it's like but if you do if you've got 25 point to-do list and you do 22 of them what do we all focus on mm. we all focus on the stuff we don't do rather yeah. than yeah. recognizing actually beating yourself up beating yourself up for not getting to the bottom productive of it. superb day we're on 22 but we don't focus on it can i tell you a little trick with that well you probably know this one already and that is Traditionally, typically, we would write a to-do list with far too many things on. And then we cross off the things as we've done them. So all you've got staring in your face is the two or three or four things still left, or 16 things still mm. left, but hopefully not that many. So actually, the great thing to do is you tick them, and then you can count your ticks instead of all the things that you have achieved. <laughs> there you go. Like Sorted. I, I just don't do lists. I can't stand them. I've got lists of lists. I've got so many to, I, yeah it's I, I think a human we don't, do, we don't recognize don't you don't recognize the stuff you are doing well no. you no. just look at the stuff you think you're it's not really doing it's really interesting about voice inside your the head. negative stuff because um you know I've got a couple of big runs over 2018 you know the whole get healthy stuff that's the new year's resolution good. um but I, I've been going out for some runs and I've been doing a really good job you know some but the other day I went for one and it was dreadful I was a lot slower than normal my legs hurt and I was I, just like you said about how you talk to yourself. I was horrible to myself. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. I just and I, I don't think I, I've not <clears> ran since. I just can't get this well, horrible sort of. Experience you wouldn't to head. look at me. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know that I've run the London Marathon twice. <laughs> You're right. You wouldn't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't because oh, people. Like, I was. I was. T- so I did it because a guy. A guy at work did it to the year two thousand. I remember it because this guy said to him, "Fat." People like you don't run. I thought, all right, Jim, I'm, I'm going to show you. Now, the voices inside my head when I before I started were like, oh my, I don't, you know, you, what, what are you doing this for? And stuff like that. So once I'd kind of got over it, the fact is I wasn't going to win. 
Yeah, running is one foot in front of the other, yeah. at, literally at a time. And you, once you get through that, and, it, and there's a lot of them in 26 miles, but it's one foot at a time. And actually, yeah, don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. And mm. that reminds me, I had a theme, I have a theme tune every year, and I haven't selected this year, so you might be able to help me with that, or next year's. Um, I, Jess Glynn's "Don't Be So Hard on Yourself" was my theme tune for 2016. That's fucking right. Because I was, you are. Everybody's so, so right. hard on yourself. But the human brain wants things now, doesn't it? So they want change. They expect you to go yeah. to the gym maybe for a month and you expect to lose it and 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 what happens is we go and I fell into that trap where you go boom and bust mm. so you ha you eat dust for a month <laughs> and you exercise every day hard and then you're uh, then you either hit your target and then the emotional brain goes oh eat drink just do everything you put it all back on which you might have done uh, within that don't you or you uh you're just so exhausted you just can't keep going but it's you know, and, and golden arches become a magnet. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I think the the huge and the unbelievably great gold pyramid. That's really really good because you can actually set at the top the thing that you really want to do. Mm. So you want to lose your twenty pounds, or you want to run the London Marathon, or whatever it is that you want no, to never do. Again. <laughs> um, but that is right at the top. But the interesting thing is, then you have lots and lots of little steps to get along the way, and each of those in itself is an achievement, and that can help you turn around this horrible stuff that we do in our heads. So instead of sort of noticing that on week three that you haven't lost your 20 pounds and you haven't sort of, you know, run the London Marathon or whatever, instead you can focus on all those little steps along the way that you've done, that you've been to the gym X number of times. Here, and here, here, Liz. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we, we are advocates of the huge, unbelievably great goals. Yeah. So um, most organisations, in fact, most pe business people listening to this will be brought up on smart objectives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And smart sends a shiver down my spine. Because if you want to be like everybody else, and you want to achieve mediocrity, then smart's for you. Yeah, And I know a lot of people get upset about this because they say, but I've been on a course, I've learned about smart. <laughs> yeah, so so for the uninitiated, specific, measurable, achievable, I've normally nodded off at the end of that. So so breaking out of that mould and actually deciding to set yourself something huge. I mean, my research shows that my, my the, the, the really positive, upbeat people tend to set themselves things that are on the edges of achievability. But but kind of so setting yourself something to run the London Marathon if you've never run a marathon before, back to Liz's point is well where do we start with that because that's massive, um, then you start down at the bottom of the pyramid and you kind of work out the little things you have to do, so I think the smart pyramid that we do well, can we put that on the website Chewie somewhere where they can download this from, from the we can link it to the podcast he, he's our yep. technical expert put it on he'll make it on there, um, and I think that's a really smart way. I call them Everest goals uh, I, I think has Everest mm. ever been uh, climbed yes. But not by many people because it takes effort and you yeah. need to know, you need to go to base camp, you need mm. to get the basics right first. And um, yeah. There's a lovely Chinese proverb that goes uh, that a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Indeed. Because, yeah, that's kind of what you're saying, Kevin, about just sort of wanting stuff now. It doesn't, that's not compatible with the fact that you need to invest over a long period of time and it takes no. hard yeah. work. Yeah, the problem you is you want cakes now as well though, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. You, want, you want results now, don't you? I suppose it is, uh, in my own experience, if we're talking about exercise, I, uh, the, thing that, the, the way I did it uh, this time was just to be calm and patient with myself and the better, the, the better physically I felt, the better mentally I thought. And then the better mentally I thought, the better I exercised. Do you see what I mean? There's, mm. there's a correlation. Yeah. The mind and body is so interlinked together that once you, but you have to be patient and willing to realise that the, the, it's a, 
you need grit and resilience on on that sort of process, don't you? But within our, I don't think we teach that within education or, or anywhere really about this process that change is hard. So yeah. it is, mm -hmm. and we yeah. just have to be patient with it. You're not yeah. going to lose a load of weight, and if you do lose a load of weight really quickly, that maybe some diet place is telling you to do, then that might not be sustainable, sustainable. for <clears throat> everyone. And everyone, and obviously everyone's different. Yeah, everyone's different, aren't they? So my one, my experience is one experience. Uh, but I think there is that key. Once I once I got hold of the what I, my what was going on in my head, then I could then I could exercise better. Mm. And when I exercise better, then I could get hold of what was in my head. Then I could eat better, uh, sleep better, exercise better. Yeah, that's right. And you know, and absolutely. So there's there's enough of you know of a psychological barrier for 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 us to sort of start or very easily give up on this stuff, let alone when you add that extra layer of the pressure of, and I'm gonna do it right at the start of next year, mm. right on the 1st of Jan, that's where it begins, and then it just it ramps up even more as though it is this big, massive thing that it will be, you know, feel like a massive crash the second you feel that you, you didn't have a good run, or you did eat 25 pastries, or you did this, mm. and, and, and the one thing, and I think, I think it relates to, to what you're saying, Kev, really. But for me, in the last in the last two, three years, two things that I've tried to change in my life was, was the fitness thing. And I'd always had those moments of like, right, OK, I'm going to I'm going to start running. I'm gonna do, and I sort of do it for bits and then I'd give up. And it might have been a New Year's thing. So I came just like like a normal person would. Right. Just um, and then I sort of just drifted into this stuff. This stuff just happened. So I sort of. A, a friend of a friend became a personal trainer and then um so i just started going to her and that was in october and I, she, you know she puts me through hell every single week but i love it now and i've been going for over two and a half years but it wasn't a new year's resolution thing and this is the fittest i've ever been since i was a kid um but i just yeah. fell into it and and the whole thing of trying to declutter life in the sense of you know we, we talk to people about you know how busy we are and busyness and, and it gets on top of us and but what areas in our life can we reverse that and and i did you know in the whole I was never really massive on social media and I know it's not possibly a great strategy for my own personal marketing but I just I just got rid of it three three years ago <laughs> I just deleted my Facebook app I've still got an account so I'm out there somewhere so someone can tell me what I've been up to um, at some point but I've not been on it I've not been on it for three years I'm following you um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you to follow the art of brilliance on Facebook <laughs> yeah. and Twitter but, and actually yeah, yeah and actually the Twitter one is that funny it's, I, I, have, I have my Twitter account oh. but all, all I did three years ago was um, set it to um, retweet at being brilliant which I is know. the one that everyone should and follow anyway and he replies anyway. to you which makes me laugh because <laughs> you, you I don't even post something he automatically retweets it then you reply to him and you're starting this automatic conversation <laughs> it's hilarious but I did, but all that stuff sort of happened whenever it was it ended up being about autumn time I think for both of those things and and then yeah and it just it just sort of drifted into your life and that's what it is no, now and I, and I feel yeah. sometimes like it feels like I'm uh, lazy because i'm not doing social media i feel but you know i spend more time staring out my kitchen window looking at the birds on the bird feeder than I ever did and that used to really annoy me when we first got before i joined the art of brill um when yeah, i was you living up you're supposed to take a photograph of those birds on the bird we get woodpecker woodpecker comes down if you're up early in the morning but um but it, it, it it's really interesting how you can, over that period of time, things do change when, because I didn't have that pressure. I stumbled into doing the exercise, and if I didn't go, I didn't go. It wasn't one of those things that I sort of accept for going, but then I suddenly started to enjoy it once I sort of got better and you saw the improvements. And, and it's the same thing with, you know, it was a real struggle getting rid of 
social media and just that that sensation of oh, I, feel I should be doing this because everyone's doing it and I'm missing out or you know and that little voice saying yeah but this is not good for your career and this is but actually I was just like well you know there is a good purpose behind it in terms of support groups and if people live you know hundreds of thousands of miles away from you but I, do, I didn't have any of that and you know and, and then you just and it is different than how you start you know there's less pressure you view life less and and you, and you do see it a bit differently. That bird feeder, my, my, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law <laughs> bought it for us when we first moved to Wolverhampton, right? It's like a four-pronged big thing for Christmas, right? And when I, before I joined the Art of Brill, when I was busy and frustrated and working hard and doing this and work was the most important thing, and I'd come back, and, and it's there on a crappy patio thing we've got in the back garden. It's all totally uneven. It's not exactly a posh, nice patio, right? All I saw, right, when I looked at those birds, right, was just a big pile of bird shit falling on the patio every day. All I saw, it was a bird toilet. It was a pain in the backside going out with the hose to try and clean it up, right? On, and, and, and actually now, you, I, I, that sounds a really daft sort of thing, but it's, I, I look out every day and I, I just, I don't know how much, how many times, how many minutes I spend not wasted, but staring out a window. Exactly not wasted, mate. Exactly. We talk about busyness, right? And busyness, I, I've got no problem with busyness. People say, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to, to stand and watch the birds run. Right? If you're busy in the paediatric uh, department saving children's lives, then I want you to be busy. But yeah. if you're busy on social media and, and you haven't got any time because you all the whole life is spent scrolling on your phone, then you know, are you busy doing the right things is the question. And, yeah. and I think you've just last, you've been off, off on a ramp there, mate, about mindfulness, which has made me, make my New Year's resolution for 2018 is cut out my social media by 50%. Five, zero, it's and gone. social media is like cake, isn't it? it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slices yeah. is fine. Yummy. You don't have 25 Danish mm. pastries. It's, and it's yeah. really interesting that, you know, you get that kind of, it's that instant gratification because, oh, somebody's retweeted you or somebody's liked you or whatever yeah. it is. But that's all it is. It's like a sticking plaster approach. So you get that instant spike in happiness, but then it disappears. And if anything, it probably goes lower then because, you know, you can just see all sorts of other people doing even more wonderful things that you just Indeed. posted about. Was, was and that, actually was instead, that quote, may your life be as good as you make it is that on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. instead, and, it, and it's well-researched, isn't it? I'm looking at Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now. It's yeah. well-researched, you know, <laughs> that, that actually, if we just take a few moments to, to stop, <laughs> you know yeah. and to really just notice yeah. and enjoy what's happening right now that actually can make a big big difference and if you can then go even further and start being nice to yourself and nice to other people wow you'll have it made whoa how about that for that's new year we've got a bit profound here haven't we yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i think one of the big things well when you set a big goal you have to uh it's always there's a tendency to just focus on i will be happy at the end yeah Right, so I did, I did a marathon, uh, did New York in 07, right? So you, you're building towards that and you'll say, I'll be happy when, right? I'll be happy when. I remember that time when you finish it and the week after that was one of the worst weeks, I think, of my life because you're thinking, you're thinking, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when. All of your training, all of your focus has been put into that, right? And then all of a sudden it's it's not there anymore. Mm. So the big thing I think now I try to do is try to just enjoy the, the process every day. Not saying I didn't do that anyway, Right, but mm. I, I try to do that more. So within exercise, I would encourage anyone with exercise to do it through gratitude. So instead of, if you are in a gym, do it in a gym and look for the good stuff that you can see or hear or whatever. But the, the, one of the things I love doing is just to run around the streets and just challenge myself to think, see three amazing things mm. in the room, right? In the room. And then I don't need music to numb the pain of what I'm going through because I see, I'm looking for the good stuff. Is that why you moved from Norwich to Manchester? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see plenty of good stuff in Manchester. Um, yeah, I was just going to sort of say about how 
kind of comparing a bit. So I, so I wish someone a happy new year the other day, and they sort of said, why? why? Why will it be coming the 1st of January? Make it any different? I've had a bit of a crappy life in 2017. 2018 will be just the same. And it's kind of like, yeah. apart from making me feel really, really miserable talking to them, um, it did kind of make me think, you know, why Why is the 1st of January? Why, why is this such a monumentous occasion to transform my life? Why are we waiting till the new year to make these changes why why am i not starting my diet till monday why do i not go to the gym until the weekend what what, what what's the thinking behind stopping me doing that um i think uh, well i think it's because you don't really want to do it Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. because actually you if you really wanted to do it i think you'd start straight away and actually if you create that awareness you're putting it off because actually that gives you a little bit of leeway to kind of do what you want to actually i think you should start straight away and not be so hard on yourself about actually and recognize those little wins we've been talking about those little steps you're taking every day and yeah you might fall off one day but you've still got another day you can wake up in the morning go again and yeah. create that practice it's all practice i've started describing life uh, life a bit like one of those what, what you call it a mexican standoff or something where with clint eastwood and, and the kind of you know you're you're standing there staring at life and life staring at you and 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 who's going to blink first and I'm fairly sure it's not going to be life. Life's just going to keep coming at you unrelentingly. Um, And therefore, we've got to... I'm not saying kind of change is good or bad, but life's going to keep throwing itself at you. And um, it's about us getting prepared for it as it comes, and it's going to keep coming. I think uh, one of my top tips, and it sounds really, really trivial, in terms of New Year's resolutions, which I know people still like to make them, is to lose the word try. We might have spoken about this on the last series podcast, Chewy, but lose the word try there's a big difference psychologically in your head if you if you say yes this year 2018 i'm going to try and lose some weight or if say, i'm going to try and run a marathon or i'm going to try and get fit then your brain's going no you're not you're lying <laughs> but if you say exactly the same but without the word try it says okay 2018 i'm going to lose some weight your brain going oh you meant that or i'm going to get fit oh you meant that as well so i think losing the word try is actually quite powerful because it tells your brain that you're serious. I, I think language, language, oh. how you speak to yourself is massively Indeed. important. It's huge, and we often don't even notice it. It's like it slips in under the door, and we no, don't notice that we're using words like try yeah. and I must or I should or I, I ought hope, and all these things. I hope. Yeah. I, I work with people and they say, oh yeah, I hope to be doing this. It's like, look, don't deal in hope. Tell your brain you will. I will be doing this. I will be doing that because you, you go psychologically into your brain, and it's much more likely to happen. There's that well-known saying, isn't there? And it's three words or four words, depending on how rude you want to be. It's either <laughs> JDI mm. or yeah. it's JDI. JDI being just do it, and then I'll leave your imagination to work out what the F version is. And I think also uh, I've learned in the last few years to um, how many. It's good to surround yourself with people who tell you how good you are. Right. And that's really good too, and compliment you in various other things. But I've got a couple of people in my life that will tell me how how things I could improve and could be better and inspire me and challenge me and do various other things. So I would I would urge you, and that's where personal trainers come in, surely. That's how they, they, they you, you get a good relationship with the best ones and you trust them, but also you want them to, to push you. Yeah. Because you, you trust them and that, that's fine. But too many, I think a lot of people do surround themselves with lots of people who tell them how good they are. But for me, in my own personal experience, some, I've got a couple of people who say to me, come on, you can, you can be better than this. Come on, just do try and do this, 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 this and this, and that will inspire you to for me to do something else. Because it's very hard, especially for us who promote the, who do it for a living, then how do, how do we in this room get better? 
What is it? Or are we just we just we oh. can just do it because I need somebody to boot me up the arse now and again. And we nearly all do, don't we? We should yeah. do this every month. I can just lay my problems down. You guys <laughs> tell me how to get out of it. You know? I've been writing all this down. So. Well, day to time, Chewy. Day to time. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Sort of just you know, one thing I never do is is the to do list thing. Is I never look at actually what I've done on the to do list. My little little app I use for my to do list. Once I tick it, it disappears. It just zooms away. Just like you say at the end of the day, I've just got the things I haven't done. Yeah. Maybe if I sort of looked at the things I had done, I go, yeah. "Oh look, yeah. what a good day! What a productive day!" Because yeah. I don't ever remember. I sort of get to the end of the week, I've no idea what I've done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's I, what I, you didn't do. Yeah. One of the things about inspiring change too is about having people to help you see what the future's like. So, uh, like on the uh, right to left thinking, or on the why, thinking about your personal why. Is have you got people? The guy that got me to change, one of the guys that got me to change, was to see the future and what I, what I would want it to be, mm-hmm. and how it, once I lost the weight, stopped drinking, various other things, that I would have this. I would. What contribution would you make in the world when you are your best self? That's basically what he said to me. And uh, once you can start thinking that way, then you can start to get and better. That, and that's great actually, because that's sort of the opposite of the Mount Everest sort of mm. approach it was a, the, the thing is so big if you can actually really get into that where it is you'll want to be what you want to be different how, and how it's going to be and engage emotionally with it that can create a bit of a pull yeah to I, help you get yeah. to base camp my recommendation for and i do this every year is i write a letter to myself at the start of the year from the end of that year so i had to write a letter to myself from the end of 2018 with it talking about as if i've already done it It'll go into a drawer then, and at some point in the year, I shall find it. I'll forget about it, and then I'll find it. Right, next podcast. Next year, we'll read yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Story time. Story. What's upon the No, but as if you've already done it. Po- um, present tense language, as if yeah. you've already done it. But then lose it. Hmm. Or give it to one of us, and we'll send it to you yeah. in six months' time. Because the thing, the thing, what it boils down to, what JP is basically saying is, we already know exactly well, yeah. what we should <laughs> be doing, but <laughs> well, we're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. I think, Resolutions yeah. list is the things we should have done before, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, should we should we wrap it up and sort of? Does anyone want to give any? We already had Andy's New Year's resolution. Maybe you don't want to have them, or maybe you want to share it with them, and we'll come back in a year's time and see you managed it. I'm j- I'm just going to recognise a joy in every day, because actually good. I know just. Two, two or three things that I really enjoyed about the day because I know that really does create that habit of picking up good stuff and things like that and I lost that habit and I know good stuff in everything Brilliant. Yeah, that's a really good one noticing the good and it makes so much difference and and somebody I, I, I sent a Christmas card to um, recently and they, they came back to me and they said that was so good what you put on the card and it was make 2018 2019 your best year yet and actually there's only one person who can do that mm. and that's yeah. us yeah. Yeah. any other resolutions does more bird watching more, more? <laughs> yeah more of the same for me yeah 2016-17's been all right so i'm carrying on so if the listener is sending how does um, how does daz how does daz get bird crap off his back <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i'm an expert at that because you've just moved house and all that you've had a big yeah big i want to settle in if i think back to what well, we just having a discussion about this so with dinner some mates of mine yeah just settle into manchester life uh, and that is about when you are your best self you meet amazing people yeah so that is the, that is the challenge to be brave enough though to put yourself out there when people and join clubs and do various other things and you know uh, yeah. go and volunteer but you have to be your best self and you have to be brave enough because the voice in your head is thinking 
And I, I, I mean, it's really interesting because when I do, when I speak, I have a persona. This is going to say this might be a bit deep, but when I have a persona, so I can go and do that and do it very well. But in socially, in social situations, sometimes, oh my god, I find that really hard. Interesting. Yeah. Really hard, and so I have to get. Uh, really make myself be my best self before I go out. Isn't that weird that you can stuff. speak to 500 people oh, in a keynote <laughs> yeah. but you'd be uncomfortable with two people in a, in a yeah, yeah, that's interesting Kev, yeah. And you, I've got two, two other I've, I'm going to try and drink more water three litres a day, Try. told me try. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm going to I'm going to drink more water <laughs> and I'm going to give up saccharin in my coffee, so sweetness because so, uh, yeah, and that is, uh, it's pretty good so far I haven't got them in the house so I haven't had them. Good. Nice Stop starting. Yeah. And Andy's going to give up Dis- Danish pastries. Danish pastries have gone from my life and 50% less social media. Can't give it up completely, mate, because... I think we could do we could do a whole podcast on technology and being a massive geek myself. It's, a, it's changing the world. And it's really interesting, actually, because we normally do this over the phone and, you know, we're normally sat behind computers and it is a very different atmosphere just sitting next to everybody oh wow we're engaging with each other yeah i know it's 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 a lot more fun so i think you know i'm going to upgrade my new year's resolution to to doing more of this sort of doing spending more time with the kind of we desperately need it i think in 2018 that is what the world needs for people to front up and uh, be brave and phone people more not text, not email, not hide behind things, just front up and say hello and see people. So, yeah, if I could encourage anybody's New Year's resolution out there, it's just to say hello to more people. That's amazing, Aww. isn't it? Well, I've got my list now. I've got my things, to my, my to-do list. For when you're running, you can yeah. run and say hello to I'm people. Gonna run, I'm going to run. I'm going to be really grateful that I can run, even if it was a bad one. I'm going to say hello to everybody. I'm going to eat at least 25 Danish pastries yeah, a day. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look at the bird bath a few more times a day. Get off the phone, the social media. So what would your theme tune be for next year then? My theme tune? Yeah. The Star Wars theme. Is that not the theme tune for every year? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, yeah. Depends which mood I'm in. The Darth Vader theme if I'm having a bad day. But it's uh, For the listeners, he, we do call him Chewy Chewbacca. He is a Wookiee. <laughs> Private joke. <laughs> well, folks, that's it for today. I've had a lovely chat with Andy, Daryl, Liz, Kev and JP. And crossing my fingers, I'm hopeful that their advice can make 2018 the year I finally stick to my New Year's resolutions. Whatever your goals are this year, we hope that what we've discussed today is useful and insightful for you. And it helps you make 2018 the best year of your life. So whilst this podcast has arrived on the day some people are calling Blue Monday... I'm hoping you're feeling inspired and energised to make not just today, but every day a brilliant one. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and remember you can listen to all our previous episodes online at www.artofbrilliance.co.uk slash podcasts. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to be the first to hear about future episodes that we'll be releasing over the course of 2018. You've been listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again soon.